Welcome to Care More, Be Better, a podcast for people like you who care about the social impact of conscious companies and everyday heroes. Hear inspiring stories from those who put people and planet before profit and personal gain. You'll learn how you can make a difference, vote with your dollars, and get involved today. Here's your host, Karina Belizzi. Hello, fellow do-gooders and friends. I'm your host, Karina Blizzy, an activist and cause marketer who desperately wants to heal our planet. In this week's featured episode, we got to meet David W. Johnson, a lawyer who practices in the Silicon Valley. He serves the tech giants that we all know, and even some in the not-for-profit sector. If you listen to the show, you heard about his journey from being a lawyer to a professor of design thinking at Stanford University, and now to his current aim to change the face of climate activism for the better. As he shared in this episode, we need a billion activists, but we're not going to get them in the next six months, two years, four years, or more, because we've had 30 years to get there and we've fallen drastically short. So what we need is a new kind of revolution one that harnesses the network effect for good. That's right, social activism through social media, a sort of leaderless movement, or as some might call it, a leaderful movement. This is just the beginning of my deep dive into climate activism. Thus far, 32 feature-length episodes in to the Care More Be Better podcast, we've talked about sustainable travel. We've covered subjects like sustainable minimalism so that we can all be a part of the change that we want to see in the world. We've tackled what it means to be a B Corp and why you should support them. But the problems associated with climate change are real and they are worsening. The severity of fallout is worsening quickly. California, my home, is burning. If you listened to my interview on Harry Duran's podcast, Podcast Junkies, you learned that I was evacuated last year because of the fires. I lived at my in-laws for 10 days with my dog, my husband, our two kids, my nanny, her two dogs, our bearded dragon, and a fish tank full of frogs, fish, and snails. Why? Because we didn't know when we would be allowed back in our home. We literally couldn't get back there if we wanted to. Luckily, our house survived. But two of our friends lost their home in the CZ fire complex. Our neighbor's rental home housed more families that lost their homes to flames. Several more homes are now threatened all over Northern California. California burns. This is just one symptom. We don't talk about earthquakes here anymore in California. We talk about fires because they come on worse every year. It doesn't seem possible until it's happening. The sound of a fire truck or the scent of burning wood is enough to send many of my friends into a PTSD spiral now. It's not good. So what do we do? We don't have a billion activists. Industry continues to burn oil. Even if we individually were to go zero waste and stop driving, the effect we will individually have is akin to a rounding error, or 0.0000000003%. It can feel overwhelming. Even in the face of this, there is hope. There is always hope. David Johnson is writing a book publishing his green print for the world to see. This new take on a blueprint may help us organize in a more effective manner, pushing for small groups of activists to march forward with a singular message around the globe. And I think that's what it will take to push for the change we all so sorely need. And we can and should still vote with our dollars. Think deeply about our consumer choices. Buy used, buy durable, and buy less. Are electric cars the answer? 
perhaps not. If it means we will have to melt the permafrost of Iceland to get at the rare minerals that we need to build batteries, or just incessantly mining quarries all over the globe. Is there a better solution? One that creativity and design thinking can help us unveil? There may just be. How about this? Let's drive less, walk more, bike more, use human power to propel us, live closer to work. All of these things can have lasting change. Now, many are switching to a plant-based or meat-less lifestyle, and that could be a healthier alternative for you and for the planet. But the impossible burgers of the world are not the solution. Highly processed foods never are. We should be thinking more about the whole and holistically when it comes to our food choices, and especially when it comes to our agriculture. And this is a spot I've landed on after interviewing David Johnson. He mentioned Paul Hawkins' book, Regeneration. End the Climate Crisis in One Generation. Now that is an audacious title. And man, oh man, did that one send me down a rabbit hole. It led me to his website, regeneration.org, and then to YouTube to search for Paul Hawken interviews and podcasts like Kiss the Ground, which led me to recent films and one of that very name, Kiss the Ground, which is available now on Netflix. It's narrated by Woody Harrelson and features big stars like Giselle and her husband, Tom Brady, and also climate activists like Paul Hawken. There's something else about this rabbit hole. It sent the tingles all over my body. Paul Hawken is one of the founders of Erwan Natural Foods, a retailer I have done business with for years. He's a pioneer of natural foods, the industry I've worked in for my entire career and grew up in as a hippie kid. And what's more, Jane Goodall wrote the foreword to his book, Regeneration. I've talked about this before, but my undergrad focused on the physical side of anthropology. I studied primatology, archaeology, and evolution. I studied under a close friend of Jane Goodall's, Adrienne Zillman, an elite professor at UC Santa Cruz. She didn't like me very much. It may have been mutual. But I worked really hard in my studies. I worked as a lab assistant. I prepared specimens for study. Because of that, I actually helped prepare the skeleton of one of Jane Goodall's famed chimpanzees, one of those friends of hers that she had for decades after it passed of natural causes, all in the name of learning, all in the name of science. That was a reverent experience. So why do I bring this up? This podcast has done something to me. It has woken up the activist at my core, the nine-year-old that went door to door to get signatures from my neighbors and community to stop animal testing on rhesus macaques for what would be surgeries that would help people continue to see later in life. The little girl who saved the pollywogs that were marooned from the creek in drying puddles. The defender of the week that adopted only the sickest looking kittens to nurse them to health. We need to wake that kind of activistic streak in all of us and begin organizing together to push for meaningful change. Or fairly soon, we will be the weak that need that protection and who will be there to save us. The earth can heal remarkably quickly too, if we just give it a chance. I don't know if you noticed, but during the early stages of the pandemic, when almost no one was driving much at all, and when Arab travel plummeted and manufacturing tanked, Noise pollution dropped considerably. Animals came into areas they had left. Coyotes trotted along in the streets of my neighborhood. Mountain lions returned to cities, and the air was cleaner. The pollution index dropped considerably, and I could see the clouds. They looked just fluffier, more cottony. The sky was so very blue. 
Which brings me back to regeneration and kiss the ground. In these works, a solution is proposed that could be the one that brings us back to some sense of normalcy that helps heal the earth, literally, the ground under our feet. You see, with the invention of the plow, we changed everything. Joseph Campbell talked about the plow at length in his work, Connections. The plow ultimately catalyzed civilization because it meant we could begin producing food at a scale to support a population that didn't have to wander to find its food. Fixed in place, we could focus on other things, solving other problems besides feeding our bellies. We created inventions at an ever more rapid pace to solve problems that we didn't even know we had. But fixed in place with the same earth being plowed over and over never gave the ecosystem a chance to heal between farming seasons. You see, herds migrate. And so did we, until the plow. And today, the food we grow in conventional plots lacks much of the nutrients that it once had, precisely because of this fixed practice. Spinach isn't so useful for its iron anymore. Why? Because we've killed the complexity of our soil with pesticides, herbicides, and fungicides. The microbes that once kept it live and able to sequester carbon from the atmosphere just aren't there anymore. Soil has become dirt which when it dries becomes simply dust. But there is a solution here, a regenerative solution that restores the health of our soils and enables the soil to begin storing carbon once again, drawing down that carbon from the atmosphere and restoring earth. And this is the subject we're going to dive headfirst into with Paul Hawken, who I will be interviewing on September 9th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Nine, nine, and nine. <laughs> wow, just wow. It feels like a birthday present to me. Paul and I will be talking about his work and his new book, Regeneration and the Climate Crisis in One Generation. We'll be talking about the kinds of solutions that we should all support using methods like David Johnson's green print, perhaps a bit more before it's ready for mass consumption. But we can begin. We can begin collaborating and building this community. Join me in this effort. First and foremost, make sure you've signed up for my newsletter. Just visit caremorebebetter.com and either fill out the pop-up form or go to the menu and select Contact Us. There you can send me an email directly or sign up for the newsletter. You can even send me a question that you'd like me to ask Paul Hawken when I interview him on September 9th. Now, since I don't post episodes live, you'll have to wait until September 14th, the day of his book release, for the published episode. You can pre-order the book today by going to regeneration.org, and I encourage all of you to watch that Netflix film, Kiss the Ground. You can visit kissthegroundmovie.com for links to watch the episode on Netflix with your subscription, or on Vimeo for only a dollar. It's worth the expense. Now, I have one more ask of you today. I am starting to build my Patreon because I have realized that this effort of podcasting needs some support. I need to begin farming out some of what I do because it simply takes a bit of time and I simply don't always have it. So to keep producing these really high quality podcasts, I need a little support. I encourage you to go to caremorebebetter.com. There you have a link to donate on the site. You can do a one-time donation or even just sign up for Patreon. And one of the things I will be doing for my Patreon supporters is actually supporting other not-for-profits. For each donation I receive, a portion of that will end up going to specific causes, and I'll rotate that throughout the year. So by donating to my show and my efforts here, we will be lifting up the world around us. Thank you for considering becoming a donating member. 
And to provide you with a break from the norm, I want to introduce you to a podcast I enjoy that is completely different. I venture to guess that some of you are Harry Potter fans. I stumbled across a podcast run by a couple of fans that's wonderfully silly and kind of adorable called Puffcast. Here's a trailer. If you love Harry Potter, I think you'll quite like it. Welcome to Puffcast, your bi-weekly Harry Potter podcast run by Puffs. I'm Melanie. And I'm Juliana. Do you like Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts? Oh, yes. Oh, good. Are you looking for a fun, stress-free place to just have a good conversation, play some silly games, and hear from some great guests? Yes, please tell me more. Oh boy, well then this podcast is for you. We would like to invite you to join our happy common room. Get comfy, have some pizza, make new friends, and be part of the conversation. All houses are welcome. You can find podcasts every other Wednesday on all platforms where podcasts are found. So we'll see you in the common room. And until then, stay puffy. And badger on. So what do you think? You can check out show notes for the direct link to this podcast so you can easily reach the show. Thank you listeners now and always for being a part of this pod and this community, because together we really can do so much more. Thanks for listening to Care More, Be Better, a podcast for social good. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts and share with your friends to help us reach more people and spread more social good.